All right. And there's no public comment. Okay. Uh, disclosures and recusals. I will talk about my membership of the City of Madison Room Tax Commission. Anyone else? Mike is raising his hand. Mike, please. Thanks, Glenn. I too serve on the Room Tax Commission and the Monona Terrace Booking Event Assistance Advisory Committee. Okay. Anyone else? All right. Thank you. So, next, approval of the minutes. I need a motion. It looks like our last meeting was August, wasn't it? Operating budget. I'm moving approval of the minutes. Second. second by a ring. Second by a ring. Any discussion? All in favor? Aye. 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 Okay. Looks like we have no dissensions on the minutes. Very good. Okay. Agenda. Let's see what we have to go here. 2024 base room rental prices. Have we been dealing with 2024 yet? Wow. Um, we're starting to, to, yeah. We we uh Bill, I'm gonna let you take it over, okay? Okay, thank you. Um yeah, and, and before the rates are approved, we just we do a five percent escalator, and then we adjust later. You know, depending on where things, you know, where things will fall. Um, uh, so, uh, as we do annually, um, as is laid out, I don't know if it's the Minoritarist Agreement or the bylaws, but um, uh, it, 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 we need to bring the rates before the uh, Finance Committee and then the Board for for approval annually, and and uh, that's exactly what we do. Um, I'll start with the the base room rental fees. Um, you know the memos in your packet with some of the the backup that we use to um, you know come to well part of it is to present it to you and then uh, uh, it's also part of you know our analysis what we do as we you know work through trying to figure out what to do with our rates um, and I think you know for us it's uh, there's a couple things at play why we're proposing um, to not do an increase for 2024. Um, one is, you know, the main thing is probably we've, we've increased rates three of the last four years. We increased rates in 2020, 2021, and 2023. Um, you know, we uh, paused in 2022, and we're, you know, recommending to, to pause in 2024. Um, and we're also looking at um, Monona Catering, the history of, the recent history of uh, cost increases there. Is when Minona Catering raises their prices, we our, our commission increases, um, and so they raise their menu prices about two percent in 2021, about eight percent in 2022. Uh, we bumped up the service charge to 21 percent from 20 percent in in uh, 2019, and then we um, again increased the service charge um, uh, to 2022 for um, uh, this year for for. I know I'm bouncing back and forth between a lot of years. I hope I don't conf confuse you. Um, and then uh, for for this year, Monona Catering increased prices about seven point eight percent. They have to pay, you know, to get labor. They have to pay more to get uh, the, you know, the, the food products. Um, it, it's more costly. So, um, you know, they're I think more so trying to keep up um, than, um, you know. Put, put 
a lot of extra money in their pocket with these price increases. I think it's more about keep keeping up um, for for Monona catering. Um, and then, you know, more on a, a larger sort of philosophical approach. You know, for us, it's about getting people in the door to spend more money. If we scare them away with our rental rates, we don't get to sell them food and beverage, and we don't get to sell them AV. And they're not they're not patronizing downtown merchants, and they're not staying in our hotels and you know generating uh, room tax and um, other uh, you know economic economic benefits. So we're a little you know we try to be fairly cautious with with what we're doing with these rental rates, not to uh, create a you know, a, a barrier for folks when they, they perceive the rates as too high. So they just, they move on. Um, we do a rate study every year. It's it's not meant to be a scientific sampling. It's it's directional. Um, you know, we have 13 different, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, a cross section of different organizations from uh, convention centers to hotels. You know, we look at what the KI Center is doing in Green Bay. We look at the, the La Crosse Center. We look at the Kalahari. We look at the Madison Marriott, you know, the Hilton. We even take a peek at the Madison Club just to see what, what um, entities are doing with their smaller meeting rooms. And some of them are, are, you know, fairly decent comparisons and others, you know, because of the economic, um, uh, because of their business model, you know, the comparison is less perfect, but, you know, we do like to see what, what's happening out there in the industry. Um, just to help inform our decisions, uh, you know, with with our pricing moving forward. Bill, can I, have, can I ask a question? Of course. Um, where are we getting the most pressure right now, as far as competition? It's a good Which question. Um, <clears throat> is it everybody? Yeah, it's it's a little bit of everybody as 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 organizations are trying to recover. Um, you know, hotels are are always you know they're 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 tough because they they have one hundred percent of the food and beverage profit to work with, and they have the guest room revenue to work with, so they can they can subsidize their room rental. They can offer their their rooms um, their function space for free if they want, um, and uh, they're not so dependent on um, AV to make the money either. It's really for them. It's it's in the 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 food and beverage and the guest rooms. Um, so hotels are. Um, you know, can be tough competition depending how much they want to discount. Um, you know, we for state business, it's the you know the state entities. You know, it's it's uh, Green Bay, it's La Crosse, it's it's uh, Milwaukee. Um, you know, the Dells too. You know, you know the Dell midweek for the Dells. You know, they're 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 just you know, to a certain extent they're dumping inventory. You know, I mean they they the they're making money on the weekends when the leisure customers come. So if they can get group business midweek, that's really gravy, you know, they, that's, um, and so, you know, the Dell, uh, the Kalahari in particular, because they have so much function space is, uh, you know, can, can be a tough competitor, depending what they're, you know, what they're uh, trying to do. Um, Thank so, you. Yep. And, and then lastly, and I don't know how many more years we'll be able to keep this on one page, but we have our, our, uh, our rental rate history from 1997 and, and 98 to, to present, <laughs> just to show um, show you where we've been and where we've gone and you know what the average increases have been over time. And I suppose in, in times of high inflation, maybe we lose a little ground. In times of low inflation, we're making it up, you know, because we've tried to be consistent, um, relatively consistent with our with our price increases. Um, and especially early on, the demand, we had such high demand that we 
you know, we we were pretty steady with with increasing our rates, you know, till we hit somewhat of an equilibrium point where we felt like, you know, we had we had you know maxed out our pricing, uh, uh, you know, uh, for what the market would accept. So I think that's what I have to say about the base room rental fees. Did I move on to the? Any <clears throat> any questions on the room rentals at this point? All right. Okay, and then the um, so the the guest price list for equipment and services. Um, we. Um, much of this is, you know, where I would guess I'd call it routine adjustments. You know, if we we're, if we're cycling old equipment out, or we have a package that isn't um, particularly, you know, the market isn't receiving it. You know, the uh, um, you know they they don't want a particular combination of projectors or or, or whatnot. You know, we do a lot of custom work, um, so we, we we make adjustments to to the packages. Um, you know, we make adjustments to things that we haven't. You know, some some rates perhaps we haven't done anything with for a number of years, and so with um, different cost increases, you know, we we look at what our labor costs have been. If our providers are are increasing their costs on us, you know, um, you know, we try to pass pass that along um, to the extent we can. Um, we we try to color code it, or we don't try. We do color code it to make it. Um, Hopefully, you know, fairly easy to follow. You know, if we're deleting something, we're obviously we're, we're crossing it out. Additions are in green, and if we made a change, we uh, we highlight that in red. Um, and on on page two, there's a couple of um, packages. There's our HD Pro package and our HD um, uh, Video Pro package for the exhibit hall. You know, which which has um, Larger screens. It has um, our 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 best projectors that we've you know somewhat recently acquired. And what we've heard from the planners is although they they maybe won't exactly buy those packages because their needs are slightly different, they really like to see those because they use them for budgeting. Um, you know when they're trying to figure out what their event's going to cost, they look at these packages and they they plug that number in, and it's a good number to plug into a budget. Um, but then when when it comes down to it and they're meeting with our AV staff, they will typically massage these packages. Maybe they don't need quite everything or maybe they need more and we, we make those adjustments. Um, the big video pro package, for example, which is a fairly sizable <clears throat> item, how many of those do you think you will sell in 2020? Well, we sell versions of that to, um, to that exact package. I, I, I don't know, but we sell versions of that to just about, um, every big user of the exhibit hall, you know, people that really want a, a, a very nice, um, I'll say theatrical quality AV presentation. Mm -hmm. You know, it helps make the event memorable and it helps their message have maybe a little more impact. Um, I think the Chamber of Commerce Dinner is an example where they probably use it all, correct? I, I think that would be a, a, I think that'd be a good example. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, it's what would the uh, it's a memorable of... event. They you know do a really fantastic job with it. What would say the twenty six hundred forty dollar pro package cost if they paid for each of those items separately? 
Well, we try, yeah, we try to make it a value if they package it. Um, it's probably, you know, maybe it would cost 22, 2300. You know, we try to, we try to, you know, keep, show a value to, to that, for, you know, to, 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 you know, to buy more. And we do that with our, with our room rental, with our rooms too. You know, if you rent all six sections of the Hall of Ideas, it costs, you know, less per section than if you rent one or two. Um, you know, we use that, that philosophy of, you know, of, of more of a volume purchase. Um, let's see. Oh, labor. Um, our labor rates are, are good. You know, we mark, you know, we mark our labor rates up um, to you know, make sure we're covering our costs and also to, you know, make a, make a little bit of money because we are, you know, furnishing that labor. Um, the price for off-duty police officers is a pass-through. Um, we don't we don't mark that up because we don't want it the cost to be prohibitive. You know, if we really want somebody a group to have off-duty police officers, we don't want them to fight us because the 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 rate is too high. So um, you know whatever the police department is charging for that, we that's what we charge. Um, and and we you know communicate with communicate with them annually to see where they think that their you know labor rates are going. Um, they haven't set a rate yet for 2024, but this is, they said that they, they envisioned the rate being, I think it was between um, 80 and $85 an hour. So we, we shot for the middle and, you know, went with 83. Um, but, yeah, but again, we look at the labor rates annually and, and you know, make sure we're, we're maintaining our margins. You know, we mark the labor up 20 or 30%, typically, sometimes a little more. Nice. Oh, and lastly, um, we're coming. Our, our revenue is coming back. Um, you know, we we I think we peaked at uh, one point eight, a little over one point eight million in twenty nineteen was our our high water mark. Uh, you know, in fact, I think one year even before that we got up to two million. I remember breaking two million, and we had a little celebration for the AV staff. Um, and you know, the the bottom fell out, of course. Um, in 2020 and 2021, I mean, putting those numbers in the memo, I didn't think really um, served much of a purpose because the the numbers were fairly, you know, pitiful. Um, but we've made we made a nice comeback in 2022, where the revenue rebounded to you know one point, you know, one million three hundred thirty thousand. So we're you know we're on the right track, um, you know, in terms of recovering, you know, where we were. But we still, of course, have a ways to go to get back to you know close to that 2 million mark. So the message I'm getting from you, Bill, is that despite inflationary pressures and wages and costs and whatnot, we're not increasing prices to maintain, try to maintain or get back our market share. Is that the uh, principle here? Right, we're, we're trying to get back our market share. Um, to get them in the door, so they spend the money on the food and beverage and the AV, um, and you know, with the inflationary pressure on the customers, we don't, we don't, we want to be part of the solution, up, you know, part of the problem, so to speak, and um, you know, we want to be the venue of choice and not be perceived as too expensive. Because um, when we get groups in the door, they spend, you know, more than twice as much as what the rental is. And you implied that. <clears throat> 
since we get a piece of Monona catering, a commission that if their revenue increases, whether it be prices or volume, we would get a greater share. We do. Yeah. You know, if the entree's third, I mean, I'll make up a number. If the entree's $13 instead of $10, our commission is, you know, based on that larger number. So we get, we get more. Anything else, Bill, before questions? No, I, I don't think so. That's, you know, what I was hoping to cover. Connie, do you have any comments? No, I was trying to figure out the package price. Oh, okay. You're doing calcs. <laughs> any questions from the uh, committee? Crazy planning for 2024 already. But you sell years in advance, so that's that's important. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I'd like a motion to approve these rates, and so I can carry them into the full board. Uh, would anybody like to make a motion? I'll move to approve. Jim, any secondary motions? Looks like we have David or Second. Mike seconds. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye or Aye. wink? All right. Hearing no protests, the list passes. Thank you, Bill, for the analysis. Um, and let's move on to the next agenda item, which is Jeff Boyd with our, are you gonna present the 2022 results as you see them? Uh, present them as of this moment, sure. Um, okay. Certainly, uh, like I warned you guys a couple different times as we were coming up on your end, there are still about a week, a little over a week that people um, can still backdate invoices or uh, things into 2022. So. The numbers that I presented to Sarah and sent out to the group yesterday were as of about noon yesterday. <clears throat> um, just to backtrack for just a second, Bill's correct. Back in 2018, our AV revenue was $2,015,000. So there was one year where we cracked the $2 million mark uh, on AV revenue. Um, and so the report that you guys got was the, the board report. I have one in front of me that's a little bit better dive into, instead of just the total number of events, the way that they broke down. Um, Bill's said this a couple different times in our board meetings that banquets really made a nice comeback last year. We had 171 budgeted, we did 178 for just shy of a million dollars in revenue. Uh, the biggest thing though was our conventions. We, we did 24 versus a budget of 26 but the event average for those conventions was just a shade over $68,000 compared to what we had budgeted at around 55 grand. Um, as I dove into that even a little bit further, we had seven conventions last year that between our room rental, catering commission and AV, seven different conventions spent more than $100,000 with us. And so that really had a huge um, part in us being just shy of $300,000 to the good on the revenue side, um, on the event revenue side. Our ancillary revenue um, 
was a little bit down. Um, most of that is, uh, you know, the gift shop, there was a lot of time still in the early part of the year where they weren't open hardly at all. Now they're getting back. I think they're open five or six days a week, uh, five days a week, I think it is. Um, and we also had money budgeted in there for the anticipation of um, retained deposits. But thankfully, in 2022, we didn't have nearly as many canceled events, which is actually a good thing. Um, on the expense side, certainly uh, um, salaries and benefits plays a big part of um, bringing that $300,000 or so, or actually $200,000 net for total revenues um, down a little bit. We were uh, about $150,000 over in salaries and um, benefits. Uh, a big part of that was our increased use in stagehands this year. Um, you know, we've been trying to hire more hourly staff and we're working on a plan to get that um, better for this year. But on those times where the building had to be flipped overnight and we had to bring in stagehands, I think it's any time after 11 or after midnight, and Connie can um, com confirm that for me, um, regardless of the number of hours they work, anything like after 11 p.m. is time and a half. And so those fees jump up pretty dramatically. Um, Purchase services was about 50 grand, $45,000 over. Um, purchase supplies was about 90,000 under, and the interdepartmental was about break even. Um, one of the things we, so the number that I have on my report is about 92.5 that were to the good right now. I know there are a few things that still have to make their way through the system. Uh, I've been working with Randy Whitehead to see when we're going to get some of these final bills for a couple of things. Um, and I think I put on the bottom of the board report that any changes or any uh, additions or deletions that happen between now and next March or March 16th, I think it is, uh, I'll make sure to present at the March board meeting. Um, and so overall, you know, it was it was far better than uh, what we had originally budgeted for, which was great. Um, and this year, I know that Sarah had put on there like a little 2023 update as well. Bill and I have done two projections so far this year. Um, and the second one, which we just did on February 9th, our event budget for this year, event revenue budget is $3,606,000. And when our when we gave it a look, um, we're at actually about $3,660,000. So about 50 some thousand dollars to the good already. Um, the last several years, and even back in 2019, and I think we were always a little behind still at this point of the year. And so for us to be at a break-even point uh, so early in the year is encouraging. Uh, certainly, hopefully, we don't get a lot of cancellations or any, any kind of bad news. Um, but uh, the way that the numbers and the number of events played out right now, 2023 is looking pretty good. Certainly, I mean, the budget is a little bit lower than last year, but for us to even be at that point where we're better than budget right now is something to look forward to. Thank you. I, I Thank you. I Jeff, I, I see from looking at the preliminary December year 22, it looks like the room tax allocation was largely sufficient to for what we needed. Yeah, um, let me get back to my, and so it certainly helped, you bet. And that number is a little bit larger this year. 
Um, I think that there are a couple of things that at play for this year where, um, you know, in the last, since 2020, we've held Connie's old position of associate director open. And this year in 23, we're hoping to do something with that position. And so that added money um, to our, our need. And yep. so certainly the number that uh, your group in the room tax commission was able to provide for us definitely helps us out. Questions from the committee to Mr. Boyd. All right, any other business? I think we've covered the agenda. Is that correct, Sarah? Um, so there's no questions of Jeff. I guess I could entertain a motion to adjourn this committee meeting. I'll move adjourn. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. See y'all in a few minutes. Okay. Thank you all. Thanks, Glenn, everybody.